My name is Steven, and I play the character Ulrich Orman, a gnome ranger, and this is Advantage. Last episode, Grimton, played by Yessi, was sitting at a pub in the city of Temple and got into an argument with an individual that had personal issues with her dearth, the dwarven kingdom from which Grimton hails. After getting in good with the Pandominion captain who is investigating by providing information with uh, her dearth's warforged army, he was offered a spot on the Pandominion contingent that was headed to the Watched Forest. A few cities to the west in the Azure Keep, Elorus, played by Zack, also heard about the contingent and eagerly jumped at the opportunity to learn more about his elven kin. With his mother's blessing, he signed up with the recruiter and left on a grand adventure. I'll go ahead and warn you up front that recording this episode was a real challenge. We were plagued with issues in the sound quality and the internet connectivity, but we're doing the best we can to overcome that. Please bear with us because this is the episode where the party finally gets together. Thanks. We're going to start with Elorus and Grimton. When we left off, your contingent was leaving Avandra's Cross, destined to build a cobbled road south from Havenmere through the Watched Forest to the city of Isitalos. A tent city has followed you for the past few months, providing many of the comforts of the Pandominion at the worksite. When the path finally hit the tree line separating the Sun Plains from the Watched Forest, your guide, Encanus, would not permit them entry in fear that they would disturb the life in the trees too much. Stopping there, that tent city became known as Forest Edge. Your smaller contingent continued into the woods. Canis has been adamant about keeping everybody in line. Neither tree nor bush is unnecessarily harmed to keep their covenant with Isitalos to protect the forest. Water buckets have been placed outside each tent to fully douse every ember from the cooking fire. And instead of using the road for trafficking the constant supplies, the cobblestones and other materials are imported from the Pandominion via barge up the Charmed River to Trail's End. Now four months of arduous work later, you are less than a single day's walk from Isitalis's thatched thorn walls. Auric, you are there, hidden in the trees, on guard with the Warden Scout, as you have been for weeks now. Orlande, you are also there. You've been spending nearly as much time ensuring that the ecosystem around the contingent is still healthy and viable as you have back in Isitalis doing your job as presiding druid. 
Um, Grimton, you're hammering it out another pick for the grading crew when Nexby, a rock gnome who pilots barges up and down the river, approaches. Uh, she says, ah, Just discovered that both a winch and my driver are snapped, and the tools that I need to fix them are vanished too. I need you to pound out another collection of parts for me. Can you do that? Yeah, that I can do. I'm just so sick of these damn sprites stealing all my stuff. Last week I was puking my guts out and I'm pretty sure they poisoned me. We're here. Get over it. The second I catch one, I'm gonna squish it like the bug it is. You dealt with any of this? Uh, I can't say it's a poor decision there. And Canis overhears uh, Nexby <laughs> lamenting about this and approaches. He says, listens to me very carefully, Nexby. We can do no harm to this place. We are here on a mission from the Empress, and we can't do that mission if you get us all killed by a bunch of angry beasts in the forest. We are under oath to leave this place as serene as possible. <sighs> Mr. Steadyhand, go try to find a druid in the forest and see if they know where next beast's tools are. But I've been given the name of a halfling named Andrew that lives out there, or you could walk to Isatalis and try to find the presiding druid herself. Take Elris with you to translate, just in case. Andrew the halfling. I'll see what I can do. Elris, I need you to go with Grimton. Okay. Grimton and Elris, you want to give me a couple skill checks? Sure. Give me a nature check, please. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there are a couple directions you could go. You know that you could head south and follow the grade to Isitalis, or you could wander off into the forest. You do see a game trail of sorts headed east. Looks like we should probably head east. You think we should head east? It looks like there's a trail heading east. Keep your eyes open for something druidy. Okay, so we're going east? Yes. <laughs> okay. East it is. Um, speaking of keeping your eyes open, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, no. That'll be a... Five. I rolled a one, so... Alright, so, so you continue along your merry way. <laughs> <laughs> they close their eyes and start walking. <laughs> so the game trail brings you down into a valley of bright grass and flowers. Deer flee into the forest as you approach an exposed rock wall whose stone is carved with pictures of trees. As you get closer, the trees lose their leaves and their branches and brush beneath vanishes. Uh, give me another perception check. That's an 11. 16. Elris, you notice a barn owl with hollow black eyes watching you from above. Whoa. Um, give me a religion check, Elris. 12. All right, gonna skip that one then. Um, Morlinda, give me a religion check. Oh, um, six. Auric and Morlinda, you both do know that this is a place of power. Uh, there are multiple shrines across across the cusp meant to venerate the primal spirits, and this is one of them. However, Morlinda, you can't quite distinguish uh, which shrine this one is to specifically. Let's see, Grimton and Elris, you want to investigate this at all? I'll, I'll tell Grimton about the bar now. Hey, Grimton. Yes, Elris. There's a 
creepy looking barn owl. Creepy looking? Yeah, it has like black eyes. Don't they all? <laughs> and the owl swoops down and transforms into a halfling dressed in hides. What is this witchcraft? Andre, uh, obviously the druid that you were looking for, uh, says the Great Watcher sees pain in the forest's future. It's been that way since the night Isatalos voted to allow you here. The Great Watcher teaches us not to fight change, but accept it. That's why you're not dead. Have you seen some tools? That's, that's why we came. Tools? Have you seen them? Tools? Yes. I can't say that I have. Well, that's unfortunate. Do you know who may have them? We think Pixies might have taken some of our tools. I can't say that I know anything about that. The Pixies aren't bound by the same laws that I have, so they are free to mess with you as they please. But do you, do you know where we could find them? No. Can you tell us more about this prophecy thing? See, I'm bound by Isitalus' traditions, and I will not hurt you without due cause. The Pixies aren't bound to that same law. Hmm. But I will warn you that one stray spark, and you will have the entire circle of the moon, Isitalos, and countless others against your god. You're already treading on thin ice in this forest. The only reason that you haven't been removed yet is because of the protection of the Council of Elders. We're waiting for you to mess up. Good to know. Leave this place. This is a sacred space. Do not taint it with your gods. And she sits back into a barn owl and disappears into the canopy. Well, that didn't help much. Well, where do you think we can find these pixies? I don't know. I don't know why he thought that would help. That guy was no help. If we can find them, I can talk to them. <laughs> so, we just gotta figure out where they're at. Alright, he said something about heading to Isitalos, right? You think we should just head south to Isitalos? Shouldn't we go back to the company and get them and go as a group? I guess, but... Uh, that guy was no help, and that was our other option. Should we go back with nothing? And then go? So you think we should just go to Isitalos? I mean, I'm down. That's fine. Yeah, it was east or south. <laughs> we checked east, right? Unless you want to keep checking east. But we found that guy, so we should just head south. So you returned the yes. direction that you came? Yeah. Well, you turned back, and somewhere along the way you must have taken a wrong turn, because you do end up south of Trails End a bit. And you know this, because this branch of the game trail has returned you to the Charmed River, but upstream of the construction of and the finished road. In theory, surveyors have driven stakes with bright red ribbons between the trees to mark the projected route of the trails and to Isitalis. However, you see no blades. Hey, uh, Ellers? Yeah? We are lost. Apparently we got turned around somewhere. Um, give me a stealth check, Morlinde and Arik. My, uh, my roll was a solid seven. Uh, seven. Eleven. Yeah. I rolled a two, so. Good job, guys. My proficiency <laughs> in this. So as, as you're discussing uh, Grimton and Ellers, you do hear a twig snap in the background. Um, Who's there? You don't see anything, but. Who's there? Ulrich says nothing. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch and see if I like can get out of this. Investigate. Draw my axe. <laughs> yeah. Draw the axe? Okay. <laughs> Draw. I'd like to investigate the nearby areas, kind of look around. Yeah, sure. You don't necessarily have to roll me an investigation check. Um, do we need to roll it? I mean... Yeah, go ahead and give me a stealth 
Actually, we're going to combat this. Uh, perception versus stealth. 19. Oh, <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, also 19. I also rolled a 19. No. Uh, I rolled 14 in my stealth. <laughs> and I rolled 18 and my perception's 1. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ellis, uh, you walk gently and carefully peering into the forest, and uh, Morlinde and uh, Auric, you kind of mirror perfectly. As, as he moves forward 10 feet, you're backing up 10 feet, treading lightly on the sticks, and you're stay, staying extremely silent, and it's an impressive maneuver. No, I don't see anything. I was just hoping it would be those pixies, but I guess not. With that perception roll, Alaris, you do find a stake. It's still there uh, in the grade, but it's missing a hmm. ribbon. Give me another perception check, you two. Actually, everybody, give me Seven. perception checks. Oh. Uh, I rolled 20. 20. Not a, not a, not a nat 20. 23. So as you're walking, this is to everybody except for Alaris. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Your eyes are wandering up, and the three of you glimpse crimson red high up in a tree. Orlinde, you also notice a white owl on the branch above you, neither helping nor hindering. This is obviously Andri. Cool. Just I wave silently. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you've made it this far despite all of our technical issues with the tracks. Believe me, we also don't like the buzzing. Please know that we're doing what we can to figure out what the problem is and a solution to that. Remember, we're still new at this whole podcasting thing and are trying our best with the knowledge that we have. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve the show technically, please email us at advantagednd at gmail.com. During this intermission, we'd like to appreciate our supporters. Thanks to Daniel Grayling for doing our graphic art, including logo, headers, and maps. Our custom soundtrack was written and composed by Blake Bost. You can find more of his work at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Justin Riley has been a critical part of the production of the show thus far. In addition to editing his own D&D podcast, Adventure, on the Talking Comics Network, Justin has guided us through the production process on our end. Um, you can reach him on Twitter at J-D-E Riley. That's J-D-E-R-E-I-L-L-Y. Our website was done with the help of Labor of Love Graphics, who you can find at laboroflovegraphics.com. On that website, you can find maps and location details, information on the cast of the show, character backgrounds, as well as links to custom tabletop minis done in Hero Forge. AdvantageDnd.com isn't the only place you can find us. Our show is on social media. Our handles on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr are all at AdvantageDnd. We started doing the occasional live video during our recording sessions using Periscope so you can watch us struggle with technology. We would love to get in contact with you. 
uh, here in a couple episodes at the end of this exposition sort of stuff, we're hoping to do a mailbag. So send us any questions you have about the show, the characters, or the cast, and we'll answer them all together. If you'd like to record a question on your phone or something, do it and email us a file. That would be so cool. Finally, thanks to all the other role-playing podcasts that have been supportive of us this far. As a community, you've set such a high bar and one that we are eagerly trying to reach. We have a story worth telling and we want it to be told well. If you haven't yet, rate and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you're tuning in from. Thanks. So somewhere in the recording of this episode, we just lost one of our tracks. Uh, we were able to salvage most of it, but before we pick up again, here's what you missed. Grimton climbed the tree to investigate the red flags that were missing from the grating stakes. He discovered poison needles stuffed into the wad of fabric, but uh, managed to avoid being pricked. Meanwhile, Ellerus was down below looking at the marker stake itself and discovered tiny little hack marks left from the itty bitty swords that cut the flags. Uh, Morlinde and Ulrich also had a conversation in the woods. Presiding druid Morlinde, knowing that Grimton and Ellers were headed to Isatalis to look for her anyway, decided to reveal herself. Um, now we will pick up on Morlinde introducing herself to Grimton and Ellers as Ulrich remains hidden in the trees to watch from a distance. Um, look. I heard you were looking for the presiding druid, and I'm heading back towards Isatalis anyway, so we could just get this over with right now. What do you guys need? I'm the presiding druid, by the way, in case you couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got stuff to do, and I've been following you guys for like hours. This is why not would you follow us, why are you following us for hours? Must not be important um, stuff. To put it... Uh, <laughs> excuse me? To put it simply, I don't trust you guys or anyone in your camp. Same here. Although y'all seem slightly less terrible than uh, some of the other uh, people camped out. Um, especially Thank since you... you. Well, yeah, you... You know, don't want to completely screw up things with the primal spirits, and I appreciate that because things are a little um, tense in the forest right now. So uh, I still don't like you because you're here screwing things up, but you know, at least you're being nice. So. What are we screwing up? Um, well, you know how the pixies are messing with you guys? Yeah. Like, they wouldn't yeah. be messing with you guys if you weren't here. So, just generally uh, upsetting the balance of things and, like, primal spirits aren't necessarily happy to begin with, with more people coming to the forest than we're already here, so my job isn't easy right now. Um, but anyway, you guys were looking for me. What do you need? Look, we're looking for tools. Uh, One of our people needs to fix their wench and driver. Tools? Tools. Yeah, Marlinda, you don't know anything about the tools. Okay. Um, okay. 
And what does that have to do with a druid? We were told maybe you could direct us towards the pixies that had them. Oh, the pixies are messing with you with those two? I guess. That's funny. <laughs> well, I know uh, there's a pretty high concentration of pixies around here. We can go find them, and I can see if I can uh, get your tools back from them. But no promises, um, because they uh, they don't necessarily listen to me either. I think they like me more than they like you, but they're still pixies. Okay. So we can try. Sounds good. I'm, I'm down to try. Hey, DM, do we know which way the pixies are? Because I... Me, the... They're generally just fleeting around. Uh, or flitting around, really. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to give me a nature check, you might be able to locate one. Okay, cool. Uh, nature... The day of average rolls, 15. That's not an average roll. That's a good roll. Morlinda, you do know that uh, pixies aren't necessarily the beast that would be doing this. I say beast, but they're just tiny, uh, tiny winged folks that like to pick on people. Mm -hmm. um, so the actions of like protecting the forest, you, you witnessed Grimton get stuck by the needle and uh, like this almost aggressive tormenting of the pandemonium is more akin to sprites. Either way, you're still looking for tiny winged folk. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be an easy thing to confuse uh, for the pandemonium who don't spend a lot of time. Give me a nature check. Sorry, not a nature check, a perception check. 12. Based on the little hack marks of the stakes and based mm -hmm. on where the crimson fabric was hidden in the trees, you kind of follow in that direction. Give me an arcana check? No, wait. Maybe a nature check, but a different sort of nature. This is more like the primal spirity nature. So, still nature? Yeah, or give me a religion check. Yeah, add the, add the religion mod on that. Okay, uh, 18. So you're kind of feeling how this, how the forest is reacting to you here. Um, to me the or way the... That it, the to, to you, yes. And the way that uh, the forest is reacting to your current motivations and how it's responding to that because you've got a very communal um, relationship with the forest. So it, it speaks to you kind of in the way that you protect it. And you're able to read from the spirits that the, that the sprites, excuse me, are long gone. This happened nights ago. Hey, I didn't ask you guys your names. What are your names? Sorry. I'm Grimton. Grimton Steadyhand. Okay. Steadyhand and... Um, my name's Alaris. Okay. Um, well, Grimton and Alaris, when did these tools get taken? Today, it seems. Okay. Um, are you sure it was today? It wasn't like a couple days ago? It wasn't... Uh, I assume so. Okay. Out of character... Who do I think did it? I think sprites did it, or I I thought sprites. they did, but they run off. The sprites' participation in um, the removal of the fabrics and the little strips from the survey stakes, mm -hmm. that happened a while ago, a couple nights ago. Um, oh. The force is kind of indicating that uh, the, the presence of them here was a bit... Ago. Yeah, um, so they're somewhere else. Which 
Yeah, which would indicate that they're somewhere else. Okay. Um, I think we're in the wrong place looking for these uh, sprites. So you know that the last place that they were, at least according to uh, next be the gnome that's looking for these, uh, would have been in camp the night before, or today, this morning maybe. Yeah, I think I think we should go back to your camp and or around your camp and look. I think we're we're too far off. Um, the the sprites were here and messing with things, messing with your uh, surveying marks, but that was that was a couple nights ago. Um, and if this happened more recently than everything, I think is probably back towards your camp. So we should go back there. As much as I don't want to. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go back. As you walk north, uh, you pass the graders as they continue to level the ground and clear the brush uh, just above the natural levee where the Trock River would be. Um, and th then once you've past them. It's your camp. I mean, it's a whole bunch of tents just set up carefully around the trees to be as non-invasive as possible. Um, Ulrich, you're still hidden completely, as far as I know. Um, yes. Linde, do you want to enter the camp, or are you going to wait outside? Um, have I visited this camp before publicly? Not publicly. Okay, I want to go ahead and go in and check it out, make sure everything is uh, okay, um, and they're taking care of things like they said they would, and also to just, because I know I need to do diplomatic things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're new, it's okay. You're still trying to get it under your belt. Ulrich, seeing the... the... Moreland is about to just kind of walk into this camp. Instead of uh, upsetting everybody by trying to stay hidden and potentially not succeeding, decides to come out of hiding um, and more obviously escort Moreland to wherever they're going. So I, I okay. come out of hiding. Uh, so you come out of hiding, and um, Elias and Grimton, you enter the camp first, I suppose? And as you approach, Kenneth uh, sees you two. And asks, well, were you able to locate anybody? Uh, did we get our tools back? Yes and no. But we think the tools might be closer to camp than originally thought. Oh, yeah? What indicates to that? And how can we help search? Well, I don't know necessarily if you guys can help very much. I think we're going to be mostly using our new acquaintance. Your new acquaintance? And I guess at that point, Morlinde and Auric kind of step into his view? Yeah, reluctantly. Warden Auric and presiding Druid Morlinde. Good afternoon. Good to see you here. I yeah. Suppose. Pause. Is this in Canis that we're talking to? I got it. This got is it. in Canis, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. just making sure. In Canis, good to see you again. So what do we have the pleasure? Um, we were checking things out and we ran into uh, Grimton and Alaris here. Um, and I just kind of wanted to make sure that everything uh is going according to plan here at your camp um you guys seem to be doing a good job of leaving the, leaving the forest uh well enough alone so thank you um but yeah we ran into them and um 
I want to help them find their tools and see if we can, um, <laughs> I do need to talk, uh, to and try and reason with beings of the forest that are making this more difficult than it should be. And while like... you're reporting that, you hear fire, fire. And then all of a sudden you see people screaming and running and you look and from out of nowhere, flames are leaping in the oh, trees. God. Um, Canis takes command and starts yelling for a fire brigade, and everybody in the camp grabs the buckets that are near their tents, and they begin to form a line from the Charmed River, passing water to the flames. Uh, give me a perception check. Everybody, or just me? Everybody. 14. 10. 11. Nope. Perfect. 10. 10 will cut it. Um, so, everybody that rolled higher than that. The fire must be spreading at some sort of amazing, unusual speed because you look around the campsite and everywhere seems to be ablaze, even across the river. And Akenis yells to you out of the chaos. He says, by the gods, go, run, warn us of Talos, get help. And that's where we're going to call the episode. <laughs> Is it supposed to be sprites? They are supposed to be sprites. Oh well. They're pixies now!